I'd like to start at the beginning, believe me, but the problem is, I don't know when it began, and I don't know when it will end. I only know the middle, which is now, or more specifically, ten minutes ago, when someone shot General George Washington stone-cold dead. And today is Christmas Day. This is not cool, says Brandon. George Washington is only, you know, the father of the country. Bev says, Really, Brandon? You think? We're in a stable, I guess you'd call it. This little house for horses. There are stacks of hay, saddles hanging up on a wall, bunches of rope, and a god-awful stench. We're peering into one of the horse stalls where General George Washington is lying dead. Wearing his greatcoat and under that his buff and blue uniform, black boots up to his knees, in the middle of his chest is a large red bullet hole. I don't have to tell you what that looks like, do I? It's Brandon, me, and Beverly. Beverly is the only Beverly I've ever met. I know Emma's, Ava's, Chloe's, Abigail's, and Olivia's, but no other Beverly. It's a name that's gone out of fashion, like Herbert or Phyllis or Marge. Bev's sort of the smart one, though, and Brandon's sort of the dumb one. He speaks with a slow, slacker drawl and brags that he's failing every class, but Brandon's no dummy. He just likes to play it that way, for the laughs he gets. None of us are laughing now. Before us, dead as ye old doornail, is the guy who's supposed to become the first president of these United States. They're even going to name the capital after him. And the plan for tonight is a little surprise raid on a bunch of Hessians that are camped out in Trenton, across the Delaware River, which they're hoping will turn the tide, because up until now, things haven't been going so great for this little thing they've been having, called a revolution. As a matter of fact, the whole deal was close to being a total fail. Washington had lost every battle he'd been in up to this point. The British had taken New York, kicked the Continental Army out of New Jersey, and were on their way to conquer Philadelphia. Worst of all, Washington's men were set to pack up and clear out. Their enlistments were over at the end of the year, which was like seven days away. So for Washington, it was one of those now-or-never kind of situations. Do something now, or get hanged later. And as far as the revolution goes, that would be the end of that. We've learned all about it at school, or at least we learned how things are supposed to turn out. Washington's crossing of the Delaware was only supposed to be, you know, like the most important turning point of the entire Revolutionary War. I mean, if it didn't succeed, the United States wouldn't even exist but it's going to be pretty tough for anything to turn out right if the main guy happens to be, you know, dead. Man, Brandon says, would you check this out? He leans down to make a closer examination. Brandon, watch it. 
Bev says, don't touch. The evidence? Brandon says. What do you think this is? CSI or something? Then he grabs a straw, a piece of straw that is, from the ground, and dips it in. In, you know, the bullet hole. Which kind of grosses us out, and kind of fascinates us at the same time. Brandon holds up the straw. It's red now, glistening with warm red blood. Then he asks the question we've all been thinking. Is this, um, body really George Washington? The George Washington? Or is it one of those reenactor dudes? Now, this question might not make a bit of sense to you, but it makes perfect sense to us. Kind of. I have a very strange feeling... I say. I have the strangest feeling I've ever had in my whole life. I know that's not a reenactor, dude. Guys, I am 100% positive we are looking at the real George Washington himself.